Let's all go to the lobby. 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 To get ourselves a treat. Hello everyone and welcome back to Cinema Shakedown, the weekly podcast that functions as a grab bag for all things film. I'm your host, Kyle Craigbaum. And uh, Jordan is not with us this week. He, uh, he is predisposed at the moment. And so uh, I brought in a special guest, my good friend Alex Onken. Hello. That tis I. <laughs> Alex Onken. It is you, Alex Onken. Um, this week, we had a bit of a free week. There were no mo- new movies coming out. So we decided to bring in the biggest animation fan uh, we knew. Alex, uh, to talk about some classic DreamWorks movies. Uh, we're going to be talking about Ants, The Prince of Egypt, uh, The Road to El Dorado, and Chicken Run. Uh, before we get into all that, how you doing, Alex? I'm doing pretty good. Just ate some wings, just watching Euphoria. I'm feeling fire. Yeah, wings and Euphoria. Uh, that'll do it. That'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> so, I want to ask you, like, obviously you're a huge fan of animation. Did you grow up with what in particular about DreamWorks like stands out to you for me um well I feel like the biggest movie for me and I feel like I can say this for most people how to train your dragon come on yeah well actually not even that for me I have been watching DreamWorks movies since I fucking came out of the fucking womb I guess (laughs) I watched Shrek on repeat yeah yeah for sure I was a toddler it was my favorite movie hands down um and same thing with Shrek 2. I watched them on repeat. Um, oh, so yeah. Oh, yeah. Shrek 2. For me, for me. I think that, that was the first introduction of DreamWorks. And since then, I mean, their movies got me hooked. They're fun. Um, they're quirky in their own ways. Um, and some, not all, <laughs> definitely not all, are really well made. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's hands oh, down. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you'd mentioned How to Train Your Dragon. You love that fucking movie. That's... Man. Probably my favorite movie. Yeah? Yeah, I think so. That or that Tangled? tangled yeah. Balancing yeah. back and forth. But I feel like How to Train Your Dragon definitely has Tangled's beat for me. Yeah, that's fair. So. That's fair. I mean, how can you not love a studio that's put out your favorite movie? So. I feel like uh, this is good for me to mention now because you're the other world's biggest fan of this. Because I, I rewatched for the third time Midnight Mass. I've seen oh it three times now. Holy shit. Oh, I love that. If there's anything oh you god. love more than DreamWorks, it's a Mike Flanagan. Mike Flanagan is a god. Yeah, he is. He is a creative Midnight genius. Mass, it might be a 10. It's it might definitely. Be a 10. At least for me. It's so and good. you told me that. You're definitely thinking about bumping it I'm thinking it about up. bumping it from a 9 to It's so fucking good. I, yeah. For no reason. Um, oh my god. The absolute god. insanity that show is. Uh, let's hop into this. I don't think there's much in the realm, realm of uh, news to talk about this week. Um, so, yeah. Uh, last week, we we locked ourselves in a room for for hours. Oh my god! And watched and watched these four DreamWorks movies in a row. Completely hopped fucking. up on fucking awful awful wings from from DoorDash. And completely blazed. <laughs> and completely blazed. And and we had a uh, an experience. <laughs> Definitely a heightened experience for sure. 
Um, <laughs> so, so, <laughs> so let's start with the original uh, DreamWorks film released in 1998, Ants. Uh... Ants. Ants is an interesting one because it was um, it was released the same year as A Bug's Life. Yes. And and it was clearly a ripoff of A, a Bug's, Bug's Life. Life for Dream, sure. DreamWorks were like, we got to pop out a movie to compete with this new Pixar thing. <laughs> um, uh... And so they hired a good man, Woody Allen, <laughs> <laughs> and a fucking um, stacked voice cast. Yes, oh you my god! You know, you gosh. got you got Sharon Stone, Dan Aykroyd, um, Sylvester <laughs> Stallone, Jennifer Lopez, oh, Christopher funny. Walken, <laughs> fucking Danny Glover. It's crazy. Oh my god! And they assembled them for this this film. <laughs> Do we want to call it that? <laughs> um, I mean, okay. Okay, so so it's about this uh, this worker ant uh, named Z, and um, you know the worker ants they're they're part of a hive, so there's nothing like special about them. All they do is fucking dig through dirt every day. And they made that very clear. Um, they repeatedly told every character that, that they meant nothing. Um, that was like one of the running gags. Was yeah, <laughs> you're meaningless. You have no point. You, right. Do it all for the hive, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, Z's best friend is is a uh, is a character named Weaver, played by Sylvester Stallone, and he's a soldier ant. So there's two types of ants: the the uh, the worker ants and the soldier ants. And the soldier ants are preparing to go to war, um, and to impress a um, to impress one of the the princess ants. Uh, our character Z swaps places with Weaver uh, and goes and accidentally finds himself in a war. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I forgot. Like, I, like I, I can't describe this. Spoilers for all four movies. They're old. I, I'll still say if you it. haven't seen them already. Whatever. Like... I'm spoiling ants for you. I'm sorry, <laughs> but it's like it's so hard to talk about a plot synopsis for this because like what the fuck am i supposed to say about it um watches all of the soldier ants get caps he was the only one murdered by termites yeah termites they were disgusting and humongous in comparison to the ants um watches all of the soldier ants get murdered in front of his eyes he was the only one to survive (laughs) by hiding in a hole and then he's brought back and he's considered like a war hero because he survived, and then one event leads to another, and him and the princess ant uh, basically are um, thrown out into the the world, the wild. Not even. He kidnaps her. He kidnaps her, and they end up in the wild. Uh, <laughs> That's how that happens. He, <laughs> he fucking then, steals her. <laughs> and, the, and the villain wants to... So he doesn't think they need worker ants... So he wants to drown them all and start anew? He wants to create a new nation with only soldier ants. <laughs> um, so, Alex, what do you think of ants? Honestly? Why is it kind of good? <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny. I was not expecting it to be as funny as it was. Um, it's, like, ruthlessly funny. It was... Ru- oh, some of the lines. I, I can't even... It's remember exactly. So what going it was, back but... to this one's interesting. It's super adult for yes. no reason. Uh, he, they say like bitch and damn. Damn. Um, like 
There's, oh my god, what was the line that he said to the princess? Where oh my god, like, you could have been <laughs> you could have been in my most erotic fantasies. I that one was straight out of love. Hearing Woody Allen say that in a kids movie. Um, also, the Bane character completely intolerant. I he's the worst him. part of the movie. He was the worst part of the movie. Um, has some funny moments, but like it just he was just it, an asshole. To everybody. Just an insufferable like meh society. Basically, like, like but an ant. But an ant. <laughs> so besides him, the voice cast is really good. Um, mm-hmm. And Sylvester Stallone's pretty funny. May I mention? Yeah, Lord and Savior John Powell. Um, John Powell did the score for, or did he co-do it? He co. Um, Co-composed composed it with uh, who was it? With um, uh, Harry uh, Gregson Williams, who um, who, who went on to do the Shrek movies. Ah, and Narnia. And Narnia. Wow. Okay. And Chicken Run, which we'll be talking about later. Yes. Uh, All right. So. So score two was two, actually pretty good. It score was pretty at good. Some we were just sitting there popping. We we're also really high, so we were I giggling mean, out of our minds. But it was just. Like, the animation's obviously, obviously dated. It's dated, but surprisingly not as bad as I thought it would not for as ba- the time. For a 98, like, only three years out from the original Toy Story, well, it's not too it bad. It's not bad at it's all. It's not too bad. Uh, I, I can't really compare it to Bug's Life, because I've never seen a Bug's Life. Um, mm-hmm. So, I don't know, like, how the animation holds up compared to Bug's Life, but... It's... The style is very different. Oh, yeah. Um... I believe I think that they're not that far apart. Though. Not that far but apart. So, it's just the style that is so. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, words are hard. Um, they're just so very different. Very different. I yeah, mean, yeah. you get your Disney's slash Pixar's Bugs Life, which is super vibrant, colorful, mm-hmm. um, and nowhere near as dark as Ants was with their. Right. Really grungy style. Grungy, all, all brown, browns and, and... Which, I mean, for yeah. being ants, it yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, like you said, the score is surprisingly, like, epic and, like, sweeping for some reason. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. There's not, like, a bunch to say about this one. It's, like, super simple. But, but also weird. Very weird, for sure. Weird. Um, not... I was... That's not what I remembered it to be. I no. thought it was something completely different. Um, seeing this movie way back when I was younger, I hated it the first time I saw it. Yeah. Now I I don't I don't mind it. I, I don't I, know I, if I could rewatch it sober. I I kind of like this movie. I it was so... fun, but it, it was just um, some like, of the characters are intolerable. Some of the just... characters are intolerable. But there's so many funny things. Like they're appro- when they're out in the wild, they're approached by like two wasps, I think, <laughs> and then one of them just gets murked in front of its husband. In front of its husband, oh, okay. and and then <laughs> there's like a it's I, I there don't was even like know how a to... scene where they were all well there was they were hanging out with some other bugs and yeah. they were all getting high. Yeah, the stoner bugs. The stoner bugs. Um, I felt seen. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, overall, I it's a solid uh, fucking... Solid film? Solid three out of five for me. Three out of five for you? Yeah. Three and a half. I don't know. I like this movie. <laughs> Shockingly, I thought it's it was fun. Bad. I thought it was fun. It's funny. It's um, fun. 
ends very short. Like, you're, it doesn't overstay its welcome. It's, like, 80 minutes long. Right, yeah. Like, and that kind of helps if it was any longer. Straight I'd to the like, point. Straight to the point. Okay. The well, same year as Ants. Yeah. They released a movie that's very different. Oh, I forget. They're all, like, they were... Wait, was Chicken Run the same thing as Elder uh, yeah, they were both. Okay, yeah. So there, so there was two duos. So in 98, we had Ants. Uh, now, The Prince of Egypt. The Prince of Egypt. Uh, a movie that could not be more different than Ants. <laughs> uh, um, I've never seen something make me want to believe in God this much. Uh, I just... Holy shit. This the, movie is... So so The Prince of Egypt is a, is a retelling of... A portion of the Bible um, with Moses and and Ramses. Yes. Um, you know the parting of the Red Sea, of uh, the 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 plagues, all that stuff. And it's a it's a two D musical. Um, and it is uh it's it's so fucking good. It's this was my first phenomenal. time watching it. This was my first time watching it. I had heard great things, but wow. Um. Just the animation is so smooth and beautiful, and the colors, and the scenery, and the music, the sweeping music. It is, I. This yeah, the took music. Me off uh, this was this was a Hans Zimmer uh, production score, and it's it's amazing. It's telling. It's incredible. <laughs> yeah, like you said, the color, the style. The style. It, the moments when he's traveling through the desert and you see these different like visuals of like the entire landscape and there's this tiny person walking and it's just him yeah. trailing across these deserts and just I it there, blew me away, there, honestly. There's such a uh, an incredible like blend of three D and two D animation. Yes. Like very light three D to like make kind of the like the landscapes flow. Mm-hmm. But it's beautiful. The voice cast is the voice great. Cast is amazing. You know, Val Kilmer um, as our as our lead as Moses is great. And it didn't feel over preachy. No, it, it wasn't like preaching. It was just basically telling the story. Yeah. Yeah. Which is what it should be. Yeah. And it was it was executed beautifully and i will definitely be re-watching this again soon the, i thoroughly enjoyed it through and through like yeah oh yeah the music is oh so good gosh. like the, the we we've we've had a uh the fucking um oh you're playing with the big boys oh, now that was such a fun song it's so good there's so much style in it lots and lots of style um, um it's so emotional it's so it's so mature because when I when I was going into this, I'm like, there's no way they're gonna like tell the story no, of the Bible. No, they told the story. They killed all the kids. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they killed all the newborns in this uh, fucking kids movie. All the times, the first time and the second yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they just yeah, they're like, okay, all the kids will die. <laughs> I, I mean, it's 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 a movie that respects its audience. Like, it doesn't dumb it down yeah, for kids. Like the the blood in the river, like they yeah, sh- yeah. straight up blood like, in the river. Eh. And by the time that we got to um, to the ending, to the parting of the Red Sea, I teared up because I was. This is it's so it's beautiful. It was very emotional. I felt like I don't know. It yeah, was just the no. way the whole "Let My People Go." I played on that mainly. Like that was the biggest. Well, let my people. Yeah, yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. And so this was directed uh, by three different people. Oh, really? Um. 
what <laughs> what a trio because this is so strange. So we had Brenda Chapman who who made this and then uh, almost made Brave and then was booted, which because is, of that piece of shit that worked there. What was his name? I don't remember. I don't remember, but I, like I she remember. should have been a, uh, Brave would have been John Lasseter. Yeah, piece of shit. Um, and uh, yeah, Brave would have been much much better under her. Um, much, much better. She had a completely different vision for it. Mark Andrews it. had no idea what he was doing on that. Um, and then we had Steve Hickner, who, who went on to direct B-Movie. <laughs> <laughs> and Simon Wells, who had previously directed Balto. Oh. Um, oh, God, all the movies he's done are not good. <laughs> Simon Wells? Um, yeah. Oh, he did uh, Five Will Goes West. Mars needs oh, mom. Oh, <laughs> Mars needs mom. But oh no. Um, we're back. A dinosaur story. Okay, yeah. Well, he made Prince of Egypt, so or Co yeah. made it. Whatever. Whatever. It's um, it's incredibly striking. The don't highest. don't let the fact that it's a, adapted from a biblical story throw you off if you're not religious. Because I th that was kind of throwing me off for a while. It's not I like that. I was letting it impact my view on it. Yeah. Uh, at the beginning, I was like, oh, man, not another Jesus story, whatever. I, I don't know. I don't really know much about the Bible. Yeah, um, yeah. But, <laughs> and... We're godless heathens. Yes. <laughs> um, um, but it really didn't feel like that. No, no, it didn't. It wasn't... The way that God was presented in, like, this non... In the, in the bushel burning scene? Yes. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. It was very cool. Um, it was just... It, it wasn't like a, like it was, well, it was sort of a hymn, but like it was, I am it. I am mm -hmm. that. And that felt better to me than how I've seen other, how it's, how, yeah. yeah. This is the best Christian movie. Yes. This is the best one. Hands down. Hands down. Hands down. That and like, God's not dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I forget that movie exists. Until there's three or four of them. There's four. I think so. I three remember, or four. I remember the second coming out. I yeah. Had there's more than two. Yeah. Before. That's unfortunate. Yeah. Uh, one day I'll binge. <laughs> That's not true. No, you're not. That's not true. No. Um, I'll just watch Prince of Egypt four times. Yeah, there you to, go. It to replace that. To... That's all you need. Exactly. Uh, this movie's excellent. Yes. It's excellent. Four and a half. Four and a half out of five. Four and a half for me as well. For sure. Um, could maybe get to a five eventually. Could maybe get to a five. It's okay. fucking excellent. I need to rewatch it without yeah. having the aspect of it being a biblical story affect my beginning premises yep. of it. I think that would definitely probably bump it up for a five. Yeah, I, I was I was rocking with this. Yeah, it was so much fun to watch. Then we get to uh, two thousand one. There was a two thousand. Two thousand. Yes, two uh, years later. I am dumb. <laughs> I really I thought shit. Okay, all right. Yeah. Um, so, two years later, we, we got another uh, duo of films. First up was The Road to El Dorado. Um, this is another 2D animation. Mm -hmm. Kind of a musical. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it is. Very light. Very, very light. light very light musical. Um, and it tells the story of, uh, of two con men. Um, named uh, Miguel and Tulio. Yes. And and basically, yeah, they're conning. Uh, they're doing like cons in um, wherever they're at, whatever continent they're on. And they I think find it's Spain. and they find a map to Spain. 
They're in Spain. I believe so, yeah. And they find a map to El Dorado. And, uh, and they go on a trip, kind of accidentally, but then they end up on this island. Yeah, they stole a map. They, they sp- stole the map through a bet. Um, they were playing a game with loaded dice. Yeah. Um, won and then got caught and stole the map on their way out. And then ended up getting on a boat and trying to like sneak away, but then ended up going to El Dorado, which is a place loaded with riches and yep. s- stories of such. Have, yep. Yeah. And they basically, they get to the city and the people there think that they uh, were sent by God. Yeah. God's messengers. Um, or they think they, no, they are they, gods. They are gods. That's are what gods. It was. Yeah, sorry. Because they had like this stone with engravings and apparently they like matched the figures on there and they somehow i don't know fucking how they conned these people into thinking that they were gods because they played through it and through the rest of the movie acted as though they were gods yeah to these natives (laughs) yeah um that is the premise what'd you think of road to el dorado i enjoyed it yeah I thought it was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. The, the music's phenomenal. Animation's great. Animation's great. A little white savory. It's it is white savory. A few times we were like, Ugh. oh, mm. okay. It was a little uncomfortable when those moments happened, but what can I say? It's, it's tough to be a god. It's mostly with the character of, of Miguel. Um, yeah, definitely with like Miguel. he like he like you know. Like the premise is like at, the, at first they're there, and they're they're loving being worshipped by gods. They're giving all, they're giving all this gold. Yeah, and... everyone loves them. And then Miguel, eventually they Tulio and Miguel start arguing because Tulio falls in love with the what the fuck's uh, her name? Uh, Chell. Chell. Yeah. Um. Uh, uh. One of the girls there, and Miguel wants to leave. He wants to go home with the with Chell. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Also, there was, like, their preacher, or their, like, what what would you call it? Um, the one on the island. Um, the one that wanted to sacrifice all of their... Yeah. <laughs> um, was that Cortez? No. Uh, oh, that was, uh, that was, uh, uh Zico Khan. Yes, yes, yes. Zico Khan. And, and, like, when the guys are, like, on the road and they're they're being kind of worshipped or he's like they're like solving their problems it's like ah uh, uh, uh. and it was only Miguel too yeah and he was you know ending their sacrificing and all that kind of yeah, stuff yeah it was it was with Miguel and eh, it was a little questionable a little but questionable besides that the music's great it's tough to be yeah. a god uh, music's great love that song Amazing song. Gets stuck in my head all the time now, especially. Amazing animation during that sequence. Oh, definitely. The um, colors are This was another one that was... Uh, John Powell as well. No, this was John Powell and Hans Zimmer. Oh my god. The, the two big... <laughs> the big boys. The big boys. Um, that is a crazy combo. Yeah. Um, and Elton and, John. And Elton John wrote the, the music, or the, uh, the actual songs. Um, mm-hmm. This one's strange because... It can't quite decide if it wants to be like a musical sung by the characters or a musical, uh, like in the background. background. Yeah. So it's a little weird. Pulling There's only them. one song that's tough to be a god that they're that they're like, actually yeah. singing. I don't know if they're. I can't remember any others. I don't think there is any. Is that the only one? I think so. 
I think the rest are like just in the background. Are they pulling a Tarzan moment? Kinda. No. Kinda. Oh. Um, I mean, at least the music is good. It so is good. I don't mind it. It's good. Um. And, and there's some there's some cool visuals when like, this this guy turns into like a big tiki monster, like a god, like a god. Like there's some really cool sequences there. Which was also the priest who did that, and he like. Yeah, the priest. Did some, some voodoo magic. Some or something cool stuff. Is what he did. Um. Um, it's just a really likable movie. It's very fun. Yes. It's very light, fluffy. Um, I think it ends a bit too quick. Like, yeah. there's these characters that they're setting up the whole time. These these um these crusaders that are sailing <laughs> I there. I forgot about them because they don't do anything. And then they get there, and then <laughs> and then the, like like they find a way to like close off the entrance to El Dorado, and that's uh, it. And that was it. That's like oh. they set up this like big threat for like. Okay. Nothing. These characters that aren't even memorable. It was like the captain of like the guard from Spain and his crew and stuff, and they were coming to find Miguel and Tulio, um, and then also then figured out that they were in El Dorado. Yeah. And they were like, okay, we're gonna go get the riches now. And then they showed up to the entrance and then left. And they left because it was closed now. It was closed. Like, I don't know. Like, and I... that was it. Yeah. So like. You know, the movie's good. Yes. I've heard incredibly good things about it, like it was one of DreamWorks' best. I don't know about that. No, no, I about all that. I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say that either. It's I, just, it's, it's solid. It's solid middle ground. I mean, it's hard because I want to say it's tough to be a god puts it up a little bit higher for me. Kind of I really love that song. It's an amazing song. It's so much fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, the melody's so catchy. It's so good. It's stuck in my head right now. Yeah. I'm trying too. not to sing it right I, now. Yeah. Um... But overall, like, it's just a solid, solid animated movie. It's yeah. good. It's yeah. nice. It's another one like Ants um, that doesn't overstay its welcome. All these uh, early DreamWorks movies are really short. They are. They're yeah. not a big time sink. Um, yeah. The voice cast is good. I think um, I think Kenneth Branagh and Kevin Klein do great as Miguel and, and Tulio. Oh, definitely. I think they have great chemistry they, with each other. That's what I was going to say, yeah. They bounce right off of each other. They feel like brothers that... They just have this great chemistry that really shows on screen. And one of the directors went on to do Shark Tale. So how do you feel about that? Wait, really? Yeah. You gotta be joking. Bilbo Bergson was a co-director on Shark Tale. Oh, God. Who's Don Paul? Oh, he only did this. Yeah, Don Paul only did this. Interesting. Okay. Um, um, this movie is solid, good, fun. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Three and a half out of five. Uh, same. Three yeah, and three, three and a half. It's solid. Mm-hmm. Then we get into the final film, also released in 2000. Yeah. And it is the the co-creation of DreamWorks and Ardmond, Chicken Run. Man. I um, love Ardmond. Ardmond, you are a big fan of stop motion. Yes, uh, I am. If anything, there's if there's anything you love more than uh, DreamWorks, it's Leica. Yes. That is actually the company I am striving to work for in the future. Yeah. Um, if if you don't know, they've put out Coraline, Paranorman, Kubo and the Two Strings. Box Trolls. Box Trolls. Mix, missing Link. Missing Link. Um, yeah. They're phenomenal studio. Phenomenal. Everything that they put out, I have absolutely adored and would absolutely love to work for them. Um, another stop motion uh, yeah, studio. Yeah. So. Uh, but yeah, that, that 
basically like grew your love for stop motion. Oh yes, well, and I actually grew up on Wallace and Gromit. Wallace and Gromit, the, sh- the shorts, one. yes, the, like the the the, uh, the moon one, the moon cheese one. Oh yes, <laughs> and like the wrong trousers. Yeah, like, yeah, and one of my go-to movies as a kid was also Curse of the Were Rabbit. Curse of the Were Rabbit. We'll eventually get to. There were the later. little there were the little shorts with uh, with Shaun the Sheep, that yes. were great. I gotta still watch that movie. Never I don't think Shaun I've seen Shaun the Sheep either, but um, nonetheless, but, but Ardman's great. Ardman's great, very British. Very. Very British. Dry. And so we get the movie Chicken Run, uh, which is a stop motion animation about a group of chickens. Who trying are, to escape. Trying to escape. <laughs> this is a prison break movie, but with chickens. <laughs> um, oh man. They're basically um, they're they're in this pen. And they're uh, they're they're there to lay. Egg. They're all females. Yes. They're all there to lay eggs, and they keep trying to escape and trying to escape. And soon, the owners of this um, this farm, mainly uh, uh, Miss Tweety, she gets uh, so annoyed that she's like, "Fuck it, uh, we're gonna get more profit if we just kill the chickens and make pies." Turn them into pies. So, so she, they they buy this big machine that they're assembling, and so there's now like a race against the clock to get everyone out before uh, they're all yeah, turned into pie. Um. And and through that, they're helped by a by a rooster who lands in their pen, and it's American, named Rocky, played by Mel Gibson, another great person. They're getting oh, he's really, great. Um, and. Yeah, that is, so I mean, that's he, basically the that's that, all. <laughs> that's the premise. He he basically he flies in, and so everyone thinks that he's a oh chickens can fly. You just got to train, but it turns out he was he, he's a he's a circus rooster and was shot out of a cannon. <laughs> um, oh my god. This movie's fucking hilarious. It's so funny. It's so funny. It's got that nice dry British humor that I that absolutely nice dry adore. British humor. It's so the the the, art, the thing about Armin's style is it's so simple but so expressive. It is. Yes. Like like their eyes are like darting like this way and that. It's so. F- I just love that they use like the same eyes for every single creature. For like the humans, they'll use that same like facial structure, and for the dogs, and for the chickens, and like all. of It's so dry. The characters are all so memorable. All the side characters are like little. I have these like. Quirks. Oh, the Scottish one was my favorite. The, uh, is that Babs? Babs. Yeah, I think so. Ah oh, man, she was so much fun. Um, it's ju- it, there's like there's these like con, con artist rats that chill out with them. They're like <laughs> they're like like gang like seedy like crime rats. Um, and they want eggs in exchange for like the supplies that they're using to build machines to escape. Um, and then the rooster cons the con rats yeah by pretending that he can lay eggs <laughs> one of the rats was one of the rats was voiced by fucking um peter, uh, peter pettigrew from harry potter oh yeah Tim- Timothy Spall. which is perfect like it's perfect couldn't get any better than that um it's it's so um a, another one that's so simple at, at like 80 minutes yeah but it never stops moving it's just constant it's like gags there was like, never a slow moment in that movie no no like then you get like the big training montages of him like trying to change, like faking like that he knows how to fly and trying to get him. Oh my god! Um, and then you get like the whole ending set piece where they build like a plane and they're taking off and Miss Tweety's hanging off the back of it. The... And then Mr. Tweety fucking caps his wife at the end. So oh my... so 
Mr. Tweety, <laughs> that whole gag where Mr. Tweety, the husband, he basically notices the chickens doing all this stuff, but Miss Tweety kind of gaslights him into thinking that he's not seeing anything. She is abusive towards Yeah, she's him. totally like, she verbally, verbally abusive. Verbally and physically. And physically. Yeah. Um, and he's finally like, you know what, I had enough. Um, she falls into the machine. Um, doesn't it like, die. It like blows up the house. And like then, she sits up and then he pushes the wall that's He pushes still the wall down on her. He kills his wife. <laughs> and then walks away. <laughs> oh my god. That was such a All these DreamWorks, like, early DreamWorks, or, like, most of these are, like, way darker than I was expecting. Yeah. They had less of a filter back then in terms of, like, content. Yes, definitely. And Uh, it shows, and it's honestly wonderful. It makes it so pleasant to watch because you know that they're just putting out what they want to do. That's the wonderful thing about, like, the beginning works of a lot of studios. They're putting out what they want, unfiltered, unadulterated. Yeah. (laughs) Like, just... It Genuine. also looked hilarious every time a chicken ran. Yes. <laughs> it's so like... <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, this movie... Chicken Run's rated G. Yeah. It's rated G? It's rated G. What is, what is Ants rated? Ants PG. PG? Ants PG. If that had been a G, no. Yeah, there's no way. Um, it is. That's crazy. Yeah. Holy shit. Really? What? A fucking chicken gets like pulled out and murdered in that movie. Oh my god, you're right. That's funny. Uh, yeah, it's it's a really good one. None of the movies that we talked about today are like super complicated. No, they're not all, at all simple, fun. This is my second favorite behind Prince of Egypt. Yes. Um, and I give it a four out of five. For me, it's a three and a half. Yeah. I don't feel like I enjoy it as much as I do Wallace and Gromit, and they're like usual. I agree with that. Wallace and Gromit's better. And that's kind of hard because I don't want to hold it in comparison to... I don't know. I mean, I feel like that's... It's hard because I feel like it's fair to compare works from the same studio, but at the same time... It totally is. They they also did this in collaboration with DreamWorks. It wasn't just Hardman. True. True. So I don't know if that, like, changed things. It was still definitely enjoyable. I loved it. Um, But just... I also think I might be a little bit biased... Um, just because of my love for Wallace and Gromit. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's yeah. just the biggest thing for me. They did two later collaborations with DreamWorks. They did, uh, they did Wallace and Gromit and they did Flushed Away. Um. Yeah. Um, and then they, like, moved studios. They did some with Sony. Um. What did they do with Sony? They did Arthur Christmas with Sony. Oh, and they right. did, they did the, the Pirates, the Band of Mis- Misfits. Right, Pirates, yes. Which yes. I saw in theaters and was very good. Um, and then I don't know who they did Shot the Sheep with, but... I don't think... Did they do that on their own? I think they did that on their own. That one. Um... I have not seen it, but I heard it was really interesting. Yeah, they did it with Lionsgate, so pretty much on, pretty much on their own. Yeah. Um, yeah, I heard it was very good. I will watch it eventually, because I love their style, but... Yeah, Chicken Run's great. In fact, I liked all four of these movies in their own way. I wasn't expecting to like almost any of them. Prince of Egypt, I was like, okay, yeah, I heard that was good. And But, like, the others? But the others, like, I wasn't expecting to like them, and they were so much fun. They were, weren't they? <laughs> they were, like, a genuine blast to watch, and I would watch them again, hands down. Absolutely. So that is, that's that's the DreamWorks episode. Yeah. Um, the first Four movies the first four, we are going to find time uh, probably next month at some point when we have another free week to uh, 
to continue the DreamWorks-a-thon. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, I think that one will include Shrek, if I'm remembering the release dates correctly. I am pulling it up right now. What are the next, what are the next four on the docket? All right, after this, let's see. Um, featured films, we got Ants, Prince of Egypt, Road to El Dorado, Chicken Run. Okay, directly after, starting it off, we get yeah. Shrek. Nice. Spirit, which okay. I, you said you hadn't seen. No, I have not. I That was another really fun one. Same style as Prince of Egypt. Right. Road to El Dorado. Absolutely. Um, Sinbad. Right, okay. Which I had not seen. And then Shrek 2. Ooh. Bookending it with the Shrek movies. Oh, that's a good that's a that's good week. That's a good week, yeah. It's a pretty damn good week. Okay. Cool. Perfect. So we'll find time uh, next month to do that. Yeah. Um If you like listening to the podcast, uh, you can follow it on Twitter and Instagram at Cinema Shakedown, and you can follow me personally on Twitter and Letterboxd at Kyle Craigbaum. That's K R I E G H B A U M. Alex, uh, plug away if there's anything that you want people to see or I mean, the only thing I could think of, I do art. <laughs> um, uh, so if you want to look at some cool art stuff, you can check me out on my Instagram or TikTok. Um, I think on TikTok, my user is um, at Oinken, so O-I-N-K-E-N underscore. Um, so if you want to check out some cool artsy videos, I would su- suggest going that way or... If you want to check out some cool art posts for Instagram, um, my private studio Instagram is Collins underscore studio. I had a suspicious login attempt on my Instagram from (laughs) Korea, so (laughs) it won't let me look at it. So my Instagram uh, tag would be Collins underscore studio, so C-O-L-L-I-N-S underscore studio. Awesome. Uh, next week, Jordan will be back, and we will be talking about uh, all four of the previously released Jackass movies. <laughs> Jackass 1, 2, 3, and Bad Grandpa before uh, the week following's release of, uh, of Jackass Forever. We're also going to be talking about the critically acclaimed festival film from last year called The Aftermath. Um, so, uh, if any of that sounds interesting, tune in next week. Thank you again for being on, Alex. Thanks for having me. Bye.